Hey, this is Cam. And this is Mel. And this is Their Eyes Were Watching TV, a TV and film podcast. Today we're talking about 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Tell All. So first, for some news, um, did you see that RuPaul's Drag Race is coming back on January 7th? I did. I did. I know that's one of your favorite shows. So. It is. It is. I'm a little I'm a little overwhelmed just because now I'm watching the international seasons too. So it's literally like back to back to back to back to back RuPaul oh. all the time. <laughs> so no drag breaks. Barely. You get maybe a week <laughs> in between each. Um, I have not watched the uh the Meet the Queens video yet. I have not. Uh I saw like a couple of the like images and I watched the Black Queen promos, but <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't watched the full one. I don't know, I'm not no one's like grabbing me at the moment, personality wise, but mm. I said that about last season. I was just I about up, to say the same thing. I ended up liking a lot of the people I didn't think I was gonna like. I do think we like Simone though when we watch yes. that. Yes. Yes. I remember not not that I didn't like La La Ree, but I was just kind of like, eh. But I ended up loving her. She was like one of my faves. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember La La Ree really jumping out. But yeah, she was definitely Miss Congeniality well-deserved. Mm-hmm. So um, I guess most of the news today is mostly about new shows coming back. Uh, have you seen um, the previews for Ab- Abbott Elementary? On ABC, I randomly just saw something on Instagram for it, and I was like, "Oh, this looks funny! I might check it out." With the uh, Qu- Quinta, yeah. Quinta? So she created the show. Oh, yeah, good for her. Yeah, so it's about an elementary school in Philadelphia, which is where she's from. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it looks really cute and really funny. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of humor with you know the little little kids on there. So that should be really cute. Mm-hmm. And it looked like um your boy from Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah, he shows up as a substitute teacher. Yeah. I get Tyler Tyler Michael James. Don't give me that. I'm like now mixing him up with um is it James Tyler Ferguson from Modern Family, the redhead? <laughs> like those yes. three names, and I feel like there's like a Michael and a James, maybe, or Tyler and like both of their names, so I can't uh can't remember. Can't figure out where to put place those. <laughs> um, but yes, yes, he is on there as well. And just like that, the Sex and the City ladies are back. So the Sex and the City reboot called And Just Like That. Is, oh, that's what it's called? Yeah, it's called And Just Like That. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Yes. So... They are coming back to HBO um, and or HBO Max. Am I, I think it's going to be on HBO. Obviously, if it's on HBO, it's on HBO Max. But mm. I think it's going to be on actual HBO too. Um, maybe. Again, don't quote me. But that is coming back December 9th. So it's going to be Carrie, Charlotte, Miranda, but no Samantha. Because, as you all probably know, there is a feud between Sarah Jessica Parker and Kim Cattrall. So, yeah. And I think now there's going to be, like, the fourth woman's going to be a black lady? 
I think I think it's Nicole Ari Parker, I believe. Is it? That's she's I've been seeing her in the previews and they've been talking about her in the promo. I've only seen um like a quick flash of a black person, so I couldn't see who it was. <laughs> and also like I did not get into Sex in the City back in the day. So Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, I thought about going back and watching it because I went to go see like the movies in college and I really enjoyed the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, yeah, I never went back to watch the series all the way through, but I'll probably check this one out. I mean, who needs sex in the city when you've got Harlem now? Oh, true. It's basically the black sex in the city. Well, I mean, you can have two shows of similar premises and still <laughs> enjoy them. But it's like, I, what, what are we going to say? I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it because it's like, what's, what's going to be the draw, you know? Like, is Carrie still talking about dating woes? Maybe. In the column? Like, has she evolved? And I don't know. I mean, hopefully she's matured and, um, I mean, I don't know if she's in therapy on the show, but, you know, maybe she's <laughs> working on herself. Um, so it could, it could still be cool. See women dating in their uh, in their fifties, but they're like married. All of them are married. Are all of them married? All of them are married except for uh, what's her name, Samantha, and she's not on the show anymore. <laughs> oh, don't let the one black character be single. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else got a man. I mean, maybe she'll be married too. Maybe that'll be the. Maybe that's why it's not called Sex in the City. Maybe it's called and just like that, we're all married. <laughs> that's the plot twist. That title sucks. <laughs> like it sucks. I should. Uh, I should watch the trailer all the way through. Maybe that would give me some hints of what's actually happening in the show. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> So very quickly before we jump into 90 Day Fiance, I have a couple of corrections from last time. So when you're talking about Harlem, I cannot think of Grace Byers' name. Uh-huh. And so I was like, oh, Terrence Byers' wife. It's not Terrence, it's Trey. So I wanted, wanted to correct. <laughs> that, that's what you're correcting. <laughs> well, yeah, because when I listened back, I was like, who the hell is Terrence Byers? <laughs> um, also... When I was talking about Mia working at the men's club in Charlotte, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was members only, I talked to my mom. I got it mixed up. What It, it was a, a music like performance venue, like uh-huh. a small concert venue before it became the men's club. And that it was called PB something. And she said that was where you had to have a membership. To the concert hall. To the concert hall, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And she said they went and saw like, I don't know, Chet Mangiotti with their membership or something. I don't know. Anyways... Um, also a friend who listened to the podcast told me she has in fact been to the men's club that the food was bomb, oh. but she does not remember seeing any steak or evening gowns. Oh. So, <laughs> I mean, maybe Mia worked at another maybe fancy new club. Ownership. Maybe they switched it this up. Is, this is true. Cause Mia was probably there in like what the early 2000s or something. Oh wait, I forget. Mia's only like 38 or something. Really? Well, it's yeah. still probably, I would assume, at least maybe a decade ago, her kids seemed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it had to be before probably that first kid was born. So maybe she was probably like 20, like very young. So maybe they're under new management. Now you can set them titties free. <laughs> <laughs> and don't have to keep them under an evening gown. 
a fox stole. (laughs) 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 All right. So today we are talking about 90 Day Fiance. Speaking of terrible names, 90 Day Fiance the other way, Uh which when I first heard that name, I was so (laughs) upset. Like, I just felt like they were just like in like a 90 Day Fiance planning meeting. They were like, what are we going to call this show? Uh, The other way. Like, (laughs) like it's no creativity. I mean, all of it. The single life, uh, quarantine, like they're all pretty basic. (laughs) But I feel like that's better than like, uh, it's the same thing, but just the other way. Like, it's... (laughs) that's it that's it right that's it just say exactly what it is but now the name does not bother me as much now that i've watched two of the three seasons but anyways 90 day fiance just like that (laughs) 90 day fiance (laughs) the other way (laughs) if you have not seen the tell all please pause it right here and go back and watch it and then rejoin us Mm -hmm, because that thing was good (laughs) although i feel like they're usually a little juicier maybe because they're normally like two parts or maybe a little longer i don't know i was surprised i don't think i've ever seen them do a one part tell all yeah like something about it felt a little condensed like yeah things that they would maybe spend a little more time on they they seem to kind of rush through a little bit. Yeah, I was I did not understand why it was only one episode. Or maybe it's supply chain issues. But yeah, I don't I don't know why they made that decision. I think this could have been at least two parts. Yeah. Okay. Well, the tell all happened. It was hosted by in my mind, it's Robin Roberts, but I know that is not the lady's name. Sean Robinson. Sean Robinson. <laughs> Sean Robinson. Hosted by Sean Robinson, who is, uh, she's hosted those gigs since I started watching the show and a couple can, years ago. Can I just say, because I remember Sean Robinson from like, I think maybe like Access Hollywood or hmm, I didn't know maybe Entertainment Tonight, but I think it was like Access Hollywood, like when I was like maybe in middle school maybe and really? yeah oh. and i just i love that like this has become her thing like sean is paid sean has a steady gig she's hosting stuff on discovery plus like i love that like i just love this for her that she's just like set for life because of the 90 day multiverse yeah she's set and so is her wig so i feel like she's got the same wig <laughs> every tell-all <laughs> Is it? Um, I'm bad at like telling if it's a it's wig a or wig. not. Are you sure? It's a wig. I'm okay. pretty positive it is a wig. I think she had braids last year when they like did the Zoom tell all. Oh, maybe Zoom. Yeah, Every time it's been in. in the studio, it has it's been the... that wig. <laughs> <laughs> that whatever wig. the wig, the show. I love it all for Sean. Yes, yeah, so I like. She's got a good disposition for yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, because I would, oof, I'd be annoyed as hell if I was her. <laughs> All right, so we've got six couples. So we'll just go one by one to talk about all the mess they've gotten into this season. So our six couples are Ellie and Victor, Stephen and Alina. Oh, Ellie and Victor were in oh uh, Columbia, Providencia. Providencia, yes, right outside of Columbia. <clears throat> Stephen and Alina were in Turkey most of the season trying to make their way back to Russia, where Alina is from. Then we had Biniam and Ari. 
they were in Ethiopia and also Kenya this season. Then there was Samit and Jenny, who were in India. Corey and Evelyn in Ecuador, Ecuador. I believe. Yep. And then Kenny and Armando in Mexico. So all over the place. Although it feels like a lot of these people are going to convert to the regular 90 day. <laughs> yeah. Some of them Kinda are in country. the trend, yeah. So uh, let, let's start with a mess. Let's just start with Steven and Alina. Oh, you're going to go straight for the punch? You know, I'm just going in order that they talked about them okay. on the show. Okay. So they started uh, strong with Steven and Alina. Uh, Steven is a young Mormon gentleman who claims to be very passionate and dedicated to his faith. Um, he, Very kind of you to say gentleman, <laughs> by the way. This is true. He is um, a man boy, uh, unfortunately for Alina. <laughs> but um, so basically this season, Stephen has been trying to figure out whether or not he wants to get married to Alina. And I believe they were in Turkey for three months uh, together. And they were on a time window, basically having to get married so that they can make their way to Russia. Did I say Russia? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it, but I was like, maybe I imagined Excuse it. Excuse me. <laughs> clear the Medea out my throat. <clears throat> Russia. <laughs> Russia. Hello. <laughs> um, and so he wants Alina to convert to his Mormon faith. He tries to stop her from drinking and doing a bunch of things that are against the church. But what we find out is <laughs> that man don't care at all about his church vows because he has been sleeping with other women the entire time he has been in a relationship with this poor young girl. Um, basically, his ex comes on the show to big alina i don't her tears were throwing me off a little bit but do do you think they were real <laughs> i mean they they seemed genuine she okay. she seemed genuinely concerned when we saw like the never before seen footage of him meeting up with his ex-girlfriend before going to turkey mm. and she basically said a lot of the similar stuff that she came on the tell all to say Basically, Alina girl, you in danger. Um, <laughs> you should get out. Uh, apparently, when he went to go meet Alina in Russia for the first time, he had sex with three other women while yeah. there, which is unreal. Yeah. Unreal to me. Um, and then him talking about he's... <laughs> He's sexually repressed and he's got all these desires and he really wants to have a threesome. Boy, you don't need to be married. Why did you get married? Right. Right. And also um, important to note, Alina thought that Steven was also a virgin until, Mm I don't know. I don't know how long he had been there. Probably like a month or two into Mm -hmm. him them being in Turkey together. Um, so that was the shock. And then she ended up asking him, um, I think if he had had sex while they had been dating mm-hmm. and he was like, well, you know, at first we weren't, you know, we weren't serious or I didn't think we were serious. So, which of course like broke her heart cause she thought, you know, they were waiting for each other or whatever. And she's making all these like, not even like can't just drink alcohol, can't drink coffee. <laughs> like, and this man is out here, uh, to quote, 
um, Mama Braxton laying it low and spreading it wide. <laughs> I was wondering, do we think he's a sex addict? So, okay, I was watching Pillow Talk and um, Kalani was um, saying that she grew up Mormon too. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you get told so much like sex is bad like basically having sex before marriage is like next to murder this is what she said not Mm. what i'm saying um and so she was like i think that you know kind of mess you up and i think he's messed up from that and like now he like it's coming out in this like weird way where he wants to like i guess sow his wild oats or whatever the case may be but like you said, why get married if that's what you want to do? Like, just be honest with yourself. Exactly. Because now you're, like, hurting someone else in the process. Right. I was so happy when Corey and Armando spoke up. Cause who, Me too. Who knew they grew up um, Mormon? Right. That right. was kind of wild to find out. But they both were like, what you're doing is wrong. And yeah. it's and it's not the fact that you are Mormon and doing this. It's that you're, you're trying to... But you're... You're putting yourself out there as like a faithful and honest Mormon. Exactly. And you're far from it. Like, uh, I don't understand why Alina puts herself in this situation. It's like, you don't need him. He's trying to come to Russia. You're not trying to go to the U.S. Why do you keep giving this man chances when you yourself said he hasn't changed? Oh my God. I'm like, it's like, I feel bad for her, but then I start feeling very angry with her because like after what everyone else has said after you know she's caught him talking to other girls he's lied to her about having sex and other shit after you know his ex has come on and been like girl run she's still like i already decided i'm gonna give him another (laughs) chance but this is the last chance alina you keep saying it's the last chance yeah but clearly it's never the fucking last chance and i just feel like i i can't want better for you than you want for yourself facts and i'm like you know you're a pretty girl like i don't i don't get the appeal of this little schmuck who who, who the fuck is one sleeping with steven <laughs> two sending him like these like sex dms like who who just sees him and they're like oh my god i gotta have it <laughs> i mean i guess when you're on tv people just want to be in that limelight that was funny because Kenny was like, even I've got sex <laughs> Right. But like Stephen getting into that argument with Alina and then immediately sexting strangers on the internet. It's yes. like, that's, that's not what married people do. Yeah. <laughs> or people in a relationship aren't supposed to do that. Like, right. why do you think this behavior is okay? And that's what I'm like, it keeps happening. It's not the first time this has happened. So I just don't understand what Alina doesn't get about. Like, this isn't going to stop. Mm-mm. She didn't listen to her mama. Oh, God. I really wish, like, when her mom came to visit, she would have went back to Russia with her. And that would have been it. I wish Alina's mom was, like, Samit's mom. <laughs> like, oh, my. Put your foot down. Oh, my. Yes. Now, that's. Threaten to kill yourself. <laughs> just to make sure this doesn't happen. <laughs> exactly we need that kind of, like jenny does not need that kind of energy but steven and alina absolutely need that energy one thousand percent um i also wanted to go back to um when he was talking about the dms he got 
and you know girls were sending him naked pictures or whatever and then he said he sent a pic back saying um like with his tongue out saying i have a really long tongue too bad i don't know how to use it and i don't know if you noticed this but sumit jenny uh ellie and evelyn all cracked up (laughs) yes like it's a i actually made a note of that like people are like laughing about him talking and like making jokes about him talking to other women but i'm like this is not funny like why are we laughing at this like poor alina i mean Somewhat, yes, poor Alina, but but also Alina is staying in this situation. So, like, I mean, I feel like they weren't laughing at her; they're laughing at him because he's just. I mean, he one, he's a coward. Two, he's just so fucking awkward. Side note, uh, I think it was maybe the season finale where he's saying something about. Um, he's like, "Who's the who's the princess? Who's like?" married to Darth Vader or something like that and he's like yeah princess Amidali first of all it's Amidala second it's queen Amidala she's not a princess I was like you can't even nerd right like this man is the fucking worst but all this to say I love they were laughing at him because I just feel like we all know like there's no way this man is good in bed like there's no there's no way he is te- like he was like I don't know how to use my tongue I'm sure you don't like I'm just like there's no way he's like a tomcat in the tom <laughs> sorry what is this the 50s I was gonna say it's 1958 for a second um, but yeah there's just no way he's like this like incredible whatever in the bedroom like I refuse to believe it I just imagine him giggling a lot. Oh my god, he's saying skiddly pop or whatever he said. <laughs> I just, him talking about that, like, it really, it made me physically uncomfortable. And I know you were saying last week that you don't want to hear the intimate details mm-hmm. of Karen Ray Ray Huger's sex life. I would, I would love to hear about their sex life Ooh. in detail. Ooh. To never hear Steven talk about his sexual energy again. <laughs> I, like, I would rather hear anybody talk about sex than Steven. I'm starting to think, I mean, I need to look up the official definition of a sociopath, but I'm wondering if Steven is that because huh. um, even at the end, he was like, you know, I'm pretty like embarrassed and, um, you know, kind of mortified about how things happen today yeah. but he's he's always like you know i need this i need this to like increase my faith and conviction and whatnot like but he it never changes exactly like it just feels like empty words that he just says yeah so i feel like he knows what he's doing is wrong he just doesn't care and he's gonna do what he wants to do yeah he was even like i think kind of at the beginning of their segment he's like i feel like the worst person in the room and it's like, well, fix it. Like, yeah. It's like he has like he has self awareness, but then it's I don't know if it's narcissism or what it mm. is, but he just keeps doing that same bullshit. Yeah. And also, like, he's a fucking asshole because, like, when you know everyone's kind of like meeting each other before they go out to stage, he says Kenny looked older in per- person. And then um, when Evelyn and Corey uh, popped up on TV, he was like, oh, this is the most modest I've ever seen you dressed. I'm like, if you 
y'all mind your goddamn business (laughs) right and then he like he like almost spilled the beans on something else too like some other topic that had nothing ah when evelyn and Corey he brought up jenny (gasps) look at jenny oh yeah because Corey was like i feel lonely or something he was like oh well you can't be that alone you have jenny (laughs) like shut up stay on your side of the street like every time he would open his mouth i pictured oranishi and kill bill volume one where she's like tear the bitch apart (laughs) i was like i just want everybody to go in on steven with like reckless abandon oh my gosh but yeah that is i guess where they we kind of left off their situation (laughs) with alina giving him another chance for the umpteenth time Mm -hmm. um Although he was not in Russia, he was here in the States, and Alina was on the show via Skype or, you know, Zoom, what have you. So, who knows, but hopefully she smartens up, and I'm assuming if if the men on the show are getting random unsolicited boobs, she has to be getting some men hopping in her DMs. Oh, sure. Sure. Wouldn't it be crazy if this whole time Alina was like doing her own thing? Like maybe that's why she keeps giving him another chance because she's like, oh, you know, I got this piece on the side. <laughs> oh God, I wish, but I really, I think she's just yeah, she's so in love with that man Ugh. for whatever reason. God. <laughs> Weird. It was sweet that he brought the cats to their wedding. No, that fuck was him. fuck him. No. That was sweet. No. <laughs> I'm sure the cats were all confused and stressed out. Like, where are we being taken? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the next couple that was featured is the infamous Submit and Jenny. They are based in India and Jenny has been on this like decade long will they, won't they get married (laughs) thing with Submit. It's a very slow burn. (laughs) Extremely. That that lady's patient. Um, uh, Even more interesting, their entire relationship started with Submit catfishing (laughs) Jenny and she somehow forgave him and fell in love with him. (laughs) And there has been this constant strife with the family and like the the Indian culture not being super accepting of Jenny being that she is 30 years yeah, Summit 30. senior mm-hmm. um you know right around his parents age and they have never been for the relationship although this season they finally said we're not going to stand in your way mm-hmm. we don't really give you our blessing but we're not going <laughs> to block you right so Submit and Jenny finally went through with getting married. Um, it was still a will they or won't they? Because Submit was definitely dragging his feet. He definitely canceled <laughs> sure the wedding, like marriage license and procedures right after they went to go visit the lawyer. But Jenny and the astrologer convinced him that the stars have aligned and this is the time to do it. So he went through with it. They did not tell their parents. 
But Jenny is married, finally. She seems very happy yeah. about that fact. She looked really beautiful on Oh my their wedding god. They both they both looked so good on their wedding day. They did, but Jenny looked she looked great. Like she looked younger. Yeah. She I was, think she was just so fucking happy to like finally I mean, wouldn't you? Was, <laughs> well yes. But I, years. Yes, but I just feel like she was just, you know, glowing because she was just like mm-hmm. she finally, you know, could be with married to the love of her life so yeah i was very happy for them yes and i i was a little sad because i felt like they didn't spend a whole lot of time with them on the tell-all no it was quite short uh very short um so basically they got married but they did not tell submit's parents (laughs) and they made it seem like they were going to reveal it to the parents on the (sighs) tell-all yeah and your girl, Miss Robinson, <laughs> seemed to be like pushing that. Like, is there anything else, Submit, you'd like to tell your parents? And he made the wise choice to not drop that bomb during the tell all. I'm actually really glad because I don't know what that mama would have done. Yeah, at first I was like, Submit, like, what are you doing? I thought you were going to do it. But then I was like, that would have been terrible for her to have to like for everyone to be able to see her face like mm, when yeah. they find out the news so i think he's right to want to do that um you know in private yes and i don't know i'm a little i'm a bit bored with this storyline because it's like they're probably never going to they're never going to change like they're going to feel the way that they feel about this situation yeah. cuz I think as Americans, we don't understand culture. <laughs> and like, even the brother and the sister are like, we like you, Jenny. We think you're great. But culturally, like, yeah, this doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't work. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I'm, I wonder if they'll be back next season, but I'm, I'm a little bored with this whole thing with the parents and their little up and down. But well, maybe now they'll be on happily ever after. Since oh, they're yeah. married. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like all the drama's gone. Well, I guess the parents will probably still still be causing raise drama. some cane. Yeah, um, <laughs> some <yeah>. cane. <laughs> <laughs> that mama. I'm sure Jenny has now seen the episodes and. Like when she was cooking in the kitchen with um, Sumit's <laughs> mom, uh, her name is Sadna, uh, and you know Jenny doesn't understand what she's saying, so she's like, and Sadna's saying everything with a smile. They're giggling. Jenny's like, "Oh, we're finally getting along," and the whole time Sadna's like, "You're useless. You don't know how to do nothing. Like <laughs> you're dumb. You're stupid, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, like, we saw it a little bit on. On the tell-all, like, when they showed a clip, like, uh, I think it was, like, the clip where Sumit's parents were, like, um, you know, like, we're not going to actively try to stop it, but we hope they break up. And Jenny's face, like, really broke my heart. Like, she just looked, you know, so sad to be hearing that because she felt like progress was finally being made. And I feel like every time she feels like there's progress, there's, like, five steps back with his parents. But I also feel like... Jenny heard what she wanted to hear or maybe it was the editing because when she had that sit down Mm. with the parents they said that like we love you yeah and we're not gonna stop you 
But you don't have our blessing. <laughs> but they didn't say, we hope they break up, though. Or we hope y'all break up. But they also never gave their blessing. And but they never said that they wanted them to but be if somebody They just said, we're not going to stand in the way. But with, with the entire hopes that it would fall apart. <laughs> yes, internally. But if you're dating somebody, and his parents are like... And they're like, Cam, we love you. You know, we're, we can't give our blessing for marriage. We don't think it's right if you get married. But we love you. You're, you know, you and Sumit or whoever together. <laughs> it's great. Like, wouldn't you feel kind of like, okay, they still have an issue with the legal or whatever part of marriage. But they seem okay with me. I feel like that's what I would have taken for that. So to see them be like, oh, well, we hope they break up. Like, I think that would still kind of, that would still hurt my feelings. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying it's not hurtful, but I think Jenny walked away from those conversations feeling like they had given their blessing and they had not. Uh, okay. <laughs> they had not. Okay. Because she was like super excited. She, we can get married now. Well, no, no, no. She asked them verbatim. Yes. If they gave the mar- if they gave their blessing for marriage, they said no. So I think she was only saying we can get married because of the astrolog- astrologer. Mm. Wait, what's what is he? Psychic? Astrologer. Astrologer, okay. Yeah, I think she was only saying it uh, because of that. And now, like, the parents weren't going to actively try to stop them. I think she knew. Mm. She didn't have their blessing. To be an astrologer in India, you got some power. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to be that if I ever go over there. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of skills you got? (laughs) What kind of skills they got? I can read some charts and do some Googles. Apparently, he got hella skills because apparently when Subet was a little boy, he said he is going to end up with a woman who is older than him. (laughs) He did? Yeah. Did you see that part? No. Yeah. He he had predicted it. So that's why I didn't understand why his parents were so upset about him. Like, he told you this like 20 years ago. Maybe they were assuming five years old. Yeah. They probably got like no more than like 10 older or something. Maybe they might still get some grandkids. (laughs) Right. But, uh, yeah, I just wish, I wish there had been more screen time for them to dig in a little deeper to those two, but that's pretty much all we got. Oh, I was going to say the one interesting thing, um, Sean, or not one, but an interesting thing was Sean asked, um, Sumit's brother, um, Amit, uh, if he, if his parents were, or Mm. did not agree with him marrying his wife, would he have married her? And he was like, oh, I yeah, I don't think so. And then you saw his wife was kind of like, oh, like, we ain't never had that question. Like, <laughs> I think that kind of hurt her feelings a little bit too. Like, I done had this baby for you. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I thought, yeah, I, I mean, I understand, you know, cultures are different or whatever, but you just, I don't know, you can't like, not be happy because of what your parents want you know and it makes me sad that his brother said that he wouldn't have married his wife like if you love this woman like don't let anybody stop you from being with her yeah if he loves her (laughs) could be arranged (laughs) you never know but i don't know i i think it's hard because I don't understand that culture but after watching indian matchmaker it just it it permeates their entire life their culture and like the traditions and the parents they are they are a huge influence yeah so Mm. 
Um, I will say one last thing. I thought Sumit was looking real cute on the tell-all. He has a little haircut. Okay. He looked nice. All right. I mean, he's not a bad-looking guy. You That's know, he's like a little bear. A little bit. I don't know why he was catfishing. I'm like, he's not ugly. Like, you see, like, when Jenny saw him, she was like, oh, this is fine. Like, I can work with this. Right. Just mad you lied about it. <laughs> Okay, moving on to another couple whose storyline is a little dry as well. Uh, <laughs> Kenny and Armando. That is, I think, are they the first same-sex marriage on here? I believe yeah. so. Yeah. I believe so. Their yeah, love definitely. story is really cute, really mm-hmm. sweet. Kenny stay crying. <laughs> he cries. Every I mean, episode. As a cancer, I have I can't say anything. <laughs> I just see him crying. I'm like, I know, sis. I know. <laughs> He's always crying. <laughs> um, but this season, we see them getting married. Mm-hmm. Finally, they legally married. I didn't even know Mexico had legal gay marriage. Yeah, I don't know the details or you know, like how it works or how hard it is to get, but it seemed like it was um, a little difficult because remember they tried to go mm-hmm. before and they got rejected. So it didn't seem that hard. They got rejected once and they went back and they were approved. <laughs> <laughs> didn't seem that hard. Well, I mean, but we're only seeing one couple. So I, you know, who knows? <laughs> Maybe they didn't have their paperwork right. I don't know. <laughs> um. So they get married finally. And the whole thing has been, Armando's father being mm-hmm. like accepting but also not willing to attend yeah. the wedding and he attended he seemed to have a good time he was smiling he was happy mm-hmm. said he loved his son said you know all the things I think any gay person would love to hear from their parents that I love you this is normal so this is this is what it is and we're just we're here for it yeah so I thought that was really sweet that his dad finally came around me too Um, and he also um his mom came around a little sooner but he had to get his mom to come around too true but yeah she was on board end of last season though yeah that's true (laughs) the dad that was that was touch and go i didn't think he was gonna come to the wedding right that was up until the day before the wedding they didn't (laughs) armando didn't know so yeah but Uh, that was really beautiful i was like uh I might have like teared up like when his dad That's was talking sweet. about the wedding. That was beautiful. I'm, and even seeing him like smiling like mm-hmm. during the ceremony, that was beautiful. Yeah, because I kind of felt like last season he started to come around, but it felt like it might have been for the cameras. Like mm. you know, he didn't want to be like the bad dad, right? Um, but th- this time it felt genuine. Like he he is legit coming around and being accepting of this. Yeah. Um. And I think it seems to, he seems to gravitate towards Kenny's daughters. So I feel like his daughters had some, some help in like bringing him around. Yeah. I don't know if it was like seeing Kenny as like a good father or how much his kids loved him or something that Mm -hmm. made him be like, okay, like maybe this is, this is all right. Yeah. Um... We're also seeing Kenny and Armando figure out their next steps for their family this season. Yes. Um, so they looked into the option of adopting, and apparently that takes, I mean, it takes a long time in the States, but it mm-hmm. takes an even longer time in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not culture, a cultural norm to adopt 
children yeah, that's what Armando was in saying. Mexico. Yeah. And so Armando is now saying that he wants to do like in vitro and get a surrogate and, mm-hmm. you know, have the baby share both of their DNA. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little bothered that Kenny's kids are chiming in so much about their like family choices. Like, yeah, they need to grow up. Like you need to grow up. Like maybe I don't, I don't know if he ever said they're like, mother or surrogate is in the picture i don't think he ever said i i just assume not right so i kind of understand like him being the only parent and you being a little jealous of him having another child but like we're all grown here like you can't dictate what type of family or child that they're gonna have and like his kids are also always crying as well. It's a little just irritating. A family. It's just like I need somebody to toughen up here. Somebody or the brother. The brother. Thank you. Was like. I mean, I don't care. It's oh yeah. They're happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody else was like crying, and I don't know. I just felt like them policing their new family just doesn't. They just seem bratty. Yeah, I definitely think them saying all of that is uh it's quite it's pretty selfish um but also like i kind of get where it's coming from because i think if kenny and armando had moved to or if armando and hannah had come to florida Mm -hmm. i don't think they would have had as much issue with them adopting or having um especially like an infant yeah but now that kenny is in another country like they already have that disconnect now um or that distance now and if he has an infant like that's gonna monopolize all of his time so like i i think i get where they're coming from but also your father happened to fall in love and marry someone who's 25 plus years younger than him Mm -hmm. so you have to understand that um and respect that like armando you know has these wishes for like a bigger family too right like you can't like what if they were like we don't want you to have or kenny was like i don't want you to have any more grandkids like right i'm done so it's i get where they're coming from but i i absolutely feel like it's selfish and they're going to have to get over that even if it you know they lose a little bit of facetime time with their dad or whatever yeah i mean he didn't move to Mumbai. He moved to Mexico. That's true. It's, it's a pretty quick. It's a quick flight. <laughs> not from Florida. It's not that yeah. far. It's for like an hour and a half flight, like at most. <laughs> like I don't. I don't. They they've got some some attachment issues. I mean, it's great. It's beautiful that they are family. They love being around each other. But it's just it's excessive in my mind. Yeah, it's excessive. Yeah. Given that they are like mid twenties, like I wasn't hanging out with my parents. I think they're after eighteen. I think they're late twenties or early thirties, aren't they? I think they're like somewhere between twenty five and thirty. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they're all at least like twenty seven or twenty eight. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, good and grown. Some of them have kids <laughs> of their own. So yes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, but. That's kind of all that really happened with Kenny and Armando. Yeah. I kind of hope they will decide to adopt. I didn't know that um, adopting wasn't uh, 
I guess, a norm in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that made me really sad. Like, you know, obviously there's kids there who need a home too. So, um, and a loving family. So hopefully Armando will change his mind and maybe they can adopt, um, you know, maybe a kid who's toddler age or older or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah. That, that seems to be what Kenny wants. Like he seemed really jazzed when they went and visited that orphanage. Yeah. I think, were they like either the kids or the parents had HIV? Something that's right. Yeah, I think the kids had maybe gotten it through childbirth or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seemed really, really passionate about that. So yeah, yeah, that's right. So he was talking about like his friends and stuff who yeah. had passed away um, from HIV complications. Um, but yeah, I think it would be different too if Kenny didn't already have kids. Mm-hmm. So I think Armando, I guess, because. I think Armando kind of feels like, well, we're raising Hannah, so you should have, like, um, I guess a kid with your DNA here, too. Yeah. But Armando, or Kenny has, is it three, four kids? Four. Four kids, yeah. So, I don't know, I just feel like Kenny's probably, like, not pressed about it. Like, well, yeah. I mean, he's not pressed about it. <laughs> like, I think they would be just as happy if they, you know, adopted the mm-hmm. kid, so... Um, I also just wanted to say, I forgot when, um, they were showing the clips from the wedding and Sumit started tearing up. Was his, his I, he didn't look like he was tearing up. He me. was tearing up. Oh, and and okay. I think he was like, he was just, you know, wiping somebody's eye to me. <laughs> no, I think he really actually was getting a little emotional because he was seeing like parents finally coming uh, around <laughs> to yeah, like yeah, being supportive true. of their kid and their kid's partner true. and he's probably like i don't know if i'm ever gonna have that so. <laughs> very true yeah all righty the next couple was ari and binyam uh their whole saga it got we found out a lot of details this season about ari that we did not know last season <sighs> Like, she was married when she Mm -hmm. met and got pregnant with her and Benyam's child. They surely did not mention that last season. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Did not mention that. Um, Ari's ex-husband, Leandro, Leandro, Mm -hmm. uh, came to visit them in Ethiopia. Wild. And very wild time. Stayed at their home, even though... Binion was not comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Um, he also made an appearance on the Tell All. And I, I don't like Leandro. I've decided I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, basically everybody's like, you need to like exit stage left. Like you need to remove yourself from this situation or at least back off. Yeah. Um, and he's like, no, I'm not going to back off till Ari tells me. If Ari's not telling me, then, you know, I'm still going to be here. And it's kind of like, but but her husband, doesn't, he doesn't feel comfortable or right. whatever, boyfriend, baby daddy, doesn't yeah. feel comfortable with this. Super disrespectful. And he's just like, meh. Okay. <laughs> it's not my problem. <laughs> right. Take it up with Ari. Yeah, that energy feels very weird to me. Like, it does not feel like it's completely platonic feelings. Mm. Um, And then Leandro had the nerve to ask Benny, uh, would it bother you if I were a girl? Like, <laughs> no, what? of course not, you dumbass. Like, or maybe even if you were a man and you were not her ex-husband. Yes. Like, yeah, he was... Ugh, I, 
I feel like he was trying to act nice, like when he was in Ethiopia, but he was like being an asshole on the tell-all. Yeah, because it's it was clear when he came to visit that the book was not closed on them. And how could it be when the bitch just left and went to another country and got pregnant by another person? Like, she never dissolved the marriage. She just peaced out. Which, for Benny, I feel like, red flag, red flag, red flag. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because she's threatened to leave him every episode, I feel like, and go back to America. It's like emotional terrorism. Yes. She's terrible to him. I hate Ari. (laughs) Her and Steven are my, hands down, the villains of the Mm. show to me. I feel like... Evelyn? It's hard. No. Well, okay. I didn't watch first season, though. Oh, I haven't either. I've heard Evelyn was a lot first season, but I haven't watched it. But no, I would... I think Corey would get on my nerves, too. But, um... I I feel like Steven maybe a little more than Ari. So I was kind of glad when Ari called him out. But uh, I feel like Ari treats Benny terribly. And I'm very glad that Benny is in the United States now. Mm. And I hope they get married. Because if he can become a citizen here, she can't hold that shit over his head anymore. Mm. Like, she'll lose that power of being able to threaten him. Of Like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And he won't have to be worried about not being able to see Avi, their son, anymore. Yeah. Oh, and maybe he can see his other kid. That's I was thinking US, about yeah. that. Yeah, I wonder if he still has any contact with um, that mom. Mm, I'm sure there's a way. Yeah, but oh, I can't. I can't stand Ari. Her and this like not wanting to go back to Ethiopia because she doesn't want to be embarrassed. Like, right. who who knows you in Ethiopia? <laughs> thinking about you (laughs) thank you (laughs) nobody thinking about you and then i don't know that whole like weird dynamic of the nanny like maybe being a villain but also saving their relationship (laughs) being ari's best friend but the sisters hate or benny's sisters hate her it was yeah and also benny maybe not liking her but feeling pressured by ari right Say yes, you love her. Tell her, (laughs) tell everybody you love her. Like, what's happening here? She's just, God, she's awful. She's terrible. She's terrible. Yeah, that was weird. And I noticed uh, when Leandra was out there and like him and Benny were kind of going back and forth. I don't think I've ever seen Ari so quiet. Mm -hmm. She likes it. Oh, she was living for them fighting over her. She loved it. She likes it. Mm-hmm. I'm just... But then when, when, when them sisters came out... Notice how she got up and walked away. <laughs> well, no. Okay. But you know what? Before that, too, I noticed uh, when Leandra was out there, she wasn't touching Biniam. Mm-hmm. And then once uh, the Biniam sisters, uh, Wish and Mimi, um, came up on the screen, she linked arms with Biniam and mm-hmm. like had... Um, I think like her hand resting on his leg. And I felt like that body language was kind of like, um, like He's look mine. like I got, yeah, mm-hmm. like I got him, like y'all lost. Like that's what it felt like to me. But when Leandro was out there, she wasn't like touching him at all. She's so manipulative, man. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I still don't understand what her issue was. Like she up and left to go supposedly have surgery 
for her child in the U.S. Did not have a conversation with this man. Just told him, this is what I'm doing. Get behind it. Told him it. at the barber shop in public. <laughs> so he couldn't even get mad the way he wanted couldn't to. Couldn't even get mad. Um, which is interesting because now I'm thinking about the tell-all. Benyam didn't get up and walk away when Leandro came out. The minute, like, her sisters or his sisters started calling her out, she got up and left and then came back and basically threatened, like, if you don't get rid of them on the screen, I'm not going to stay here for right. this tell-all. Very much white woman victimhood BS. Mm-hmm. But she always made herself out to be the victim. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so when she went to the States, Benyam was still in Ethiopia and I guess turned their house into a studio and had people in and out of it. She was upset that he was hanging out with his friends all the time. As if, what else? He was supposed to sit at home and, like, patiently wait for you to call him? Exactly. Like, she's so ridiculous and... I don't don't see this relationship working out very well, unfortunately. But I'm hoping the power dynamics will shift now that he is in the U.S. And hopefully can start working soon. And be able to provide for himself and, excuse me, in the family. Yeah, I just hope they can get married so he can get his, I don't know, green card or whatever, citizenship, mm-hmm. whatever that process is, uh, so he can stay. And uh, he'll, like, she can't take um, their son away from him. Yeah. Hopefully, man. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, I want to know, uh, Ari called uh, Mimi and Wishes' uh, actions heinous. What like, did they do? How dare you? I think because, like, she was saying that, I guess what they were saying about the nanny, and then also that, like, Wish had, like, put it in her head that Benny had, like, girls sleeping over or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't think... <laughs> your stuff has been heinous like no. the way you've treated him because like even when she like went to the u.s she was like i'm only gonna be gone for a month and then like we see her in the states and she's like i've been here for a month and Avi still hasn't had surgery how okay why did you not call ahead to see like when you could <laughs> schedule an appointment right because now it's like you're gone for an indefinite amount of time and you're causing all this, I'm sure, anxiety about in Benny's mind because he's worried about losing another kid mm-hmm. that he'll never see again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Will Abby's so precious. I he's just... so cute. I love seeing him with Benny, too. They're really yeah, cute together. Really happy and Yeah. Hopefully it works out, but oh, I don't hope worst. it works out. For Abby's sake, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope it, I hope it works out for Benny being able to stay in the U.S. or, or take his take Avi back from Ethiopia. Ooh. <laughs> the next couple on the chopping block was Ellie and Victor. Ellie is the pizza shop owner from Seattle who relocated to what she thought was going to be a life <laughs> paradise <laughs> in uh, Providencia yeah. with Victor. And right before she gets there, there is a Category 5 hurricane that decimates the island Mm. and the home that they were building. And this entire season is basically them trying to pick up the pieces from the hurricane and figure out what to do next. And what you see a lot of is kind of Ellie providing financial support to his family uh, to help overcome this hurricane 
devastation. Um, but also Victor maybe being a little resentful of that power dynamic in the fact that she's constantly bringing it up. Um, and oh yeah, also Victor cheated on her. There's that. <laughs> Just that little thing. <laughs> Forgot about that tidbit. But apparently Victor cheated on her with another white woman who was probably vacationing on the island. Oh, I don't think I ever heard who he had cheated on her with. Yeah, I think it was, it was like another, another white woman. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and he said, I mean, everybody cheats. So what's the big deal, girl? <laughs> girl. Get over it. <laughs> that really pissed me. Like... Because I kind of like them together, but it pissed me off how he was just like, it's not that big of a deal. Who here hasn't cheated? <laughs> like, like no, like, you got to take some responsibility for that. Yeah. And she, she, she's right, nail on head, when she says that he doesn't seem to take responsibility. And maybe, <sighs> maybe it's a cultural thing, you know. Mm-mm. No. People. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had... Um, who is it? Cheese Stick and Melissa in Columbia? Who? Cheese Stick? <laughs> I can't remember his real name, but his nickname was Cheese Stick. <laughs> um, but, he uh, called himself Cheese Stick? It was like his like, childhood nickname or something. <laughs> he was like the most like just corny white boy you've ever seen he in your was life. pretty bad. Um, but yeah, because he had cheated on uh, Melissa. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she was pissed about it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Yeah, that was, was Columbia. Columbia. Yeah, so it's not no. Col- Maybe cheating it's a is... difference on the island of Providence. Uh-uh. Here. It's a little different. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You know what happens in Providence? Stays, Stays in Providence. <laughs> but um. So yeah, he uh he cheated on her she she ellie seemed to be willing to forgive that but ellie rightfully so seemed very shocked culturally by the condition of the island like her entire fantasy of living this beach bum life and running a tiki bar uh just isn't gonna come true right now because i mean if you see images of that island like it's that would have been shot too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not staying here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's work on this K one. Right. <laughs> right. Is the pizza shop <laughs> still open? Well, that's what killed me too. Like when she was uh, getting ready to move there, she was like, you know, I'm part owner of a pizza shop, but I'm like giving it up or selling my portion mm-hmm. of ownership to move. I'm like, girl, like, well, keep it for a little bit and let's see what happens. I didn't quite understand understand that other than maybe they're like owner operators so maybe she's also an employee and i I don't know it it seemed weird it seemed weird i thought you could like take a little less uh of the profit and just hire another like part-time employee but (laughs) i don't know i'm not a business owner so yeah i don't that didn't seem like a smart move and her friend Hiromi. um is not team Victor and is constantly <laughs> trying to get Ellie to wake up. Um, it's interesting when Ellie was asked about Victor's cheating, she, it was almost like she changed the subject and started talking about his anger issues. Like she didn't really talk huh. about the cheating. She, she harped that. on his anger issues. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't know. I didn't, he didn't seem that angry to me. Other than rightfully so being frustrated at the situation he found himself in. And like the Trump, the PTSD of yeah. surviving a Category 5 hurricane. Yeah, because that's the only like kind of big kind of argument or whatever I remember them having on the show. And I don't remember him being like really explosive. But I think he was just like, you know, she doesn't get like what I went through. Like yeah. we were terrified. And also, you know, she's probably like, you know, I've sent you all this money and I'm still paying for stuff here and, like, you don't care. So I get kind of where they were both coming from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe there's stuff, like, we're not seeing on camera, but, yeah, I didn't remember him being, like, really explosive. Yeah. And then when she mentioned, because they were like, well, how much money have you sent him? And she was like, you know, $5,000. Over the course of however long they've been together, which I'm assuming is more than a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is not that much. Like people on in jail, <laughs> love after lockup, lock get more money than that. <laughs> That's always like the people on Ninety Day Fiance have sent you know like tens of thousands of dollars. Right? So, yeah, five thousand yeah. for him to build you a house. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, granted, you know, we don't know what Ellie's financial situation is like, so maybe five thousand was really a hit in the pocketbook, but. Yeah, it it was, I did expect her to say a little more than that. Yeah, I was just like, girl. Um, but I, I appreciated that Victor was basically like, you know, I want to make my own money. I want to contribute to this relationship. Yeah. I just can't right now. So right. it makes me very frustrated when she's constantly bringing up money mm-hmm. as if I'm not grateful or that I'm taking advantage of her. That's not the situation. And it, to me, it, it didn't seem like he was taking advantage of her. Yeah. But. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. He's temporarily in the U.S. So I wonder what's going to happen. Will they be back on next season? Will they be in Providencia or back in Seattle? Because mm. she said she started the K-1 process, right? Did she? Oh. I think she said she had started that, if I'm not getting her mixed up with someone else, I think she said she had started that like a year or so ago, like before she went to Providencia. I think she was like, you know, we weren't going to need, we didn't think we were going to need it, but I did it just in case. Mm. I think that was Ellie. Mm. So, um, oh yes. Yeah, that was her because Victor said that um, even though like, you know, he'll, he doesn't mind living in the U.S. sometimes. Like, he doesn't want to live in the U.S. permanently. Like, mm-hmm. he does want to go back to Providencia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, too. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, maybe they can, you know, rebuild their home and, you know, whatever. Hopefully help his family rebuild their homes, too. And Yeah. yeah. Do you think they are going to last? Um, I don't see why not. Yeah. They, do, they don't seem as volatile as some of the other yeah. relationships. <laughs> There's something about them I like. Yeah, I don't I don't dislike them. Yeah. You know? the, I feel like the only thing that's made me mad is him trying to skate over cheating on her. <laughs> yeah, like it happened. We're, we're here now. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're here now. It so is what it ago. is, baby. I don't so know. So long ago. <laughs> we're past that. <laughs> And although I feel like she she allows him to do that as well. I feel like she doesn't... Yeah, you're right. She doesn't mm-hmm. hold him accountable enough to that. Yeah. But I, I feel like if they went to counseling, they could probably figure this out and move on. Yeah, yeah, they should definitely go to counseling. 
As long as he's not making it a habit like Steven, then. <laughs> yes. I mean, tourism is not coming back to Providence anytime oh, soon, so. Shit. <laughs> Too soon, game. <laughs> Just saying, his stock of white women <laughs> is probably going to be low for a while. <laughs> Well, not in Seattle. <laughs> well, now, this is true. This is true. Watch out, Ellie. Right. <laughs> Better move to Detroit. <laughs> or PG County. <laughs> All right. So our final couple is Corey and Evelyn. Who have been <laughs> staples of the 90 Day Fiance the other way uh, for quite some time. Actually, I think they've been on both versions, the regular and this one. Or maybe before the 90 Days. I don't I don't know. I think, did I watch? Maybe I didn't watch the first before the 90 Days. But I'm pretty, I think they were on season one of the other way. Because that's the only uh, season of the other way I haven't watched. Gotcha. Well, they are, they are veterans either way of the franchise. <laughs> Um, we discover this season that they were actually legally married this entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Had not told Evelyn's family, or I'm not sure if Corey had told his family either, but they were, they got married so that Corey could stay in Ecuador. Then things kind of fell apart. She kicked him out, basically told him, I don't want to be with you. I need some time get out so he goes to i think another country and meets this other woman has like a little couple week fling relationship with jenny and somehow makes his way back to ecuador (laughs) (laughs) and i guess reconciles with evelyn but then doesn't proceed to tell Evelyn all the details about this relationship with Jenny. He downplayed it, made it seem like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. I think he even went so far to say as he tried to have sex with her but couldn't give it up. <gasps> I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, he sure did say that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Corey, Corey, Corey. I see why she hate him. Well, but here's the thing. I, Evelyn is also quite a villain herself because I feel like Corey is afraid of Evelyn. Doesn't justify (laughs) absolutely doesn't justify him not being completely transparent with her, but I also don't feel like she creates a good and safe environment for him (laughs) to be transparent. Because Mm -hmm. to be honest, I don't this should have been a non issue. You kicked me out you told me you needed space and now you're upset that I took the space and I found somebody else. Okay, here's the thing. Because when we first heard about the Jenny issue, I was like, well, if I were in a break, then I don't really see it being that big of a deal. But then to find out they were legally married. But you were legally married and you kicked your husband out. (laughs) Yeah, but I guess what, did we know the turnaround time? Like, no. if it was, like, months, and then he met Jenny, but if he just, like, went to Peru, and this was, like, three weeks after Evelyn kicked him out, like, I gotta look at him a little sideways. I mean, I think, regardless, you open the door for something like this to happen by, by kicking your husband out. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, I feel like she has no accountability for how she may have contributed to this situation. Mm, okay. Okay. I'm not, I'm not justifying the lies that Corey told, mm-hmm. but I think she's lacking some awareness on why he lies and yeah. why he's not transparent with her because she's mean right. <laughs> to him. Like she's very mean to him and she lets her little sisters bully him. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that, that penis suit was hilarious. <laughs> That that was that was fucked up. That that was well, so fucked up and they they framed it as, you know, he needs to be more macho. He needs to be more of a man. What? Well, I don't think they meant like macho. I think they meant like he needs some balls because he is out here lying and you know like doing all this shit. Um, but they they didn't even know that they were legally married when they were doing all No, but this. they knew about the Jenny thing. But I I still think the fact that they were married and Evelyn kicked him out, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like it's still, it's just wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, like I said, it it depends on the time frame and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I, kind of see it from both sides a little bit, but. I just think, wait, didn't they, I think they've broken up now, right? Who? Evelyn and Corey. I was going to say, I think they should just leave each other alone. After this tell-all, it seemed like Evelyn was, well, see, Evelyn's a little bit like Elena, too, in that (laughs) she will say she's, like, true, upset and mad about something, but also is like, I'll give him another chance. Yeah, that's true because like she kicked him out and then he showed up. He always shows up with them little flowers he just picked by the side of the road. Which stop. <laughs> like don't bring me those. Yeah, it works. <laughs> it works. Apparently, like it takes nothing for Evelyn apparently. Uh, but um yeah, he just comes with them little road flowers and she's like, "Oh, like all right, you can come in or you can come back and stay on the couch or whatever." <sighs> I just I'm not. I'm not Team Evelyn. Um, I'm not Team either. I mean, yeah. I think they just need to break up. I think Corey's brother summed it up like Corey's trapped, <laughs> and Evelyn, you know, has all the power in the relationship. It's very clear the dynamic is off, and it's like Evelyn keeps saying she doesn't trust Corey. Why'd you marry him for the second time? <laughs> right, right. Why'd you go through this big ceremony? Why did you do it? Yeah. Um, it just doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of sense and I I I don't know, I find myself being more sympathetic to Corey than Evelyn for some reason. And I I don't really know why other than she's mean. She's mean to him. Uh, yeah. I, I She know. emasculates I of, him all the time. I don't have a lot of sympathy for Corey. Cause I don't know, I kind of feel like he stays in it too. Like you could, you could have went back to the U.S. He's a glutton for punishment for sure. But and you also, he also keeps lying too, which I think, and I know what you're saying. Like it's not a safe space to like <laughs> be open and honest. But like you went to go see Jenny and like lied about that too, and like she has to see it on TV. So it's like you're also bringing this on yourself. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that was really dumb. <laughs> and even him saying, "I got Evelyn a therapist." Everybody was like, "You got her, <laughs> right?" 
I'm the problem. <laughs> like they they need therapy. I'm like, yeah, both of y'all need to talk to a therapist. And I think it's I don't know. To me, I feel like I feel like Evelyn I don't know. Corey, since I've been watching shows, has always been, you know, kind of a beta. A little bit of a beta male in comparison yeah, I think to Evelyn her. Is definitely an alpha. Yeah, and it's like, you knew this, man. You knew that's what it was. So that's why I feel like when she allows her sisters to bully him and, like, emasculate him, in addition to her emasculating Mm, him, (laughs) it's just like, this isn't helping. This is not helping. Yeah. So I don't don't know. It's toxic. She even said it. It's toxic. It's toxic. Yeah. I got to go back and watch the first season to see, like, how they got here i do want to see i want to see her in america i'm curious how that was yeah me too because she's i don't know the whole beef with his brother's wife and her seemed a little i don't know she was almost like they were nice to her but not to me yeah i think what evelyn was like they were only nice um when the parents were around or something or when they was it cameras or something yeah um because like Corey said he said something about about not being nice to her but then it seemed like both her and taylor um the Corey's brother's wife um they were both like oh like both of them like Corey and his brother just like putting it on the wives or something Hmm. so it was like they don't like each other but also they feel like their husbands are like blaming them for everybody not getting along how did you feel about (laughs) evelyn's sisters like chastising his brother for not coming to the wedding and they were like we were there and he was like the wedding was also in ecuador (laughs) like if it had been in the u.s maybe i would have come too i mean i kind of understood because it was like Corey didn't have anybody there. Yeah. Like, I mean, the one friend was Ray, or I can't mm-hmm. remember his name. Ray, yeah, he had ended up coming, even though Evelyn didn't want him there at first. But Corey didn't have anyone there. So I kind of get, they were like, you couldn't even come support your brother now. You want to sit up here and say all this. But also, like, yeah, like this, the wedding's down the street from <laughs> y'all's house. So it's also a it's pandemic. A little, Who's traveling to Ecuador? That, yeah, that's a true. pandemic. That's true. So it was, yeah. Um, they could have attended via Skype, though. They didn't see, maybe they don't have Wi Fi out there, but. Well, yeah, because, and when Corey did, like, Skype or whatever of his brother, it just seemed like his brother was kind of, like, un, uninterested in it. Yeah. Um, what's his, yeah, Matt. Matt is his brother's name. Well, he wasn't supportive of the marriage. Yeah. Um, I feel like more importantly, though, Matt and his wife, Taylor, um, there were a lot look of like collars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they look like Mormons. Stop, because I literally, I literally have a note in here that says LDS Temple Couture. <laughs> but she, like her, her collar was bejeweled. It was, yeah, it had a little something fancy to it. But I was like, but like not like not the girls in like at the temple in Silver Spring. Like this is like Utah direct, like. <laughs> From the first family. Yeah, like, y'all got pioneer ancestors. Like, this is... Them co- I'm like, why are y'all both wearing white collars and sweaters? What is this? And, like, thick-ass collars. Like, not <laughs> like a modern thin right. collar. Like, that was a lapel. Not just, like, a regular, like, button-up. Like, <laughs> that was so intense. 
sense. Like, there's no way that was unplanned. Like, y'all were like, oh, we about to go ahead. We about to kill them with this. But then your girl also had a nose ring, so I was thrown off. I was like, how how faithful are we to this? I feel like they can get, can they get, they can get nose rings, No. Oh, oh, no. Wait, they can't? No. Wait, how do you know? Are we talking about, like, fundamentalists where, like, the women don't wear pants and... Well, she had on pants. <laughs> They don't wear pants. I don't think the women wear like jewelry and all that jazz. Well, they may be, you know, a little modern. I worked, um, I had a friend who was Mormon. I don't know if she still identifies as Mormon, but she will wear pants. So I think, you know, maybe like more they're modern. Maybe they're not fundamentalists. All right. Yeah. So I think like probably generally, uh, that's probably fine. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, no one is as devout as Steven, so. Oh, <laughs> yes. Pious Steven. Which, I'm sorry, side note, I forgot to mention um, when he said, well, Nelson Mandela said. Oh, 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 what? I was like, bitch, what? you're comparing yourself to Nelson Mandela? First of all, I was like, let's fact check this. Because this don't sound like nothing Nelson would say. <laughs> <laughs> what was the context? I'm sure it's out of it. <laughs> But yeah, going back to Corey and Evelyn, I feel like it feels very Ross and Rachel from Friends. Like, okay. we, like we were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I Yes, I agree as and well. And now it's like this whole thing of like, we cannot move on from this thing of like, Evelyn's like, no, you shouldn't have done it. And Corey's like, but we were on a break. So I thought it was okay. And yeah, now it's, now it's canon. <laughs> And now she's like, oh, I just keep finding out new stuff. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm like, is she sitting back waiting for Corey to tell her everything? Or is she asking specific questions and he's just telling lies? Because I kind of feel like mm. she's just sitting back and waiting for him to, like, reveal it all. Mm. I don't know. Either way, it's messy, toxic. Something needs to give. Okay, so I just looked it up, and I thought Corey and Evelyn had broke up, but it looks like a couple of days ago, Corey posted pictures of them um, in El Salvador, like on mm. some beach, so uh, maybe they're still together. It looks like some 90 Day fans are saying, like, they we don't believe it. We think these are old. <laughs> you need to include a timestamp, so. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's demanding. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, who knows? Friday. Well, that wraps up our discussion of the 90 Day Fiance the Other Way tell all. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what are you watching? What you got your eyes on <laughs> this week, Mal? Uh, so uh, on Sunday, I'm going to be watching 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Because <laughs> <laughs> similar to Drag Race, there's no breaks. So we're <laughs> back going to straight back. To back. <laughs> right. We're going straight to before the 90 days. And I don't know if you've seen the previews, but Usman, a.k.a. Soulja Boy, is back. <laughs> oh, wow. From Baby Girl, Baby Girl Lisa. He's back. <laughs> Wait, she's back too? No, no, no. He's found a new American white woman to be with. Yeah, <laughs> no, Lisa, him. Baby Girl Lisa was the worst. Baby Girl Visa <laughs> was the worst. Visa. <laughs> But yeah, I'm just like, one, how did you find another American woman so quickly? Two, one, one who was willing to be on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, it seems like 
I think the population for wanting to be on reality TV is very high. <laughs> True. You know, very I kind of wish I could do, I don't really want to be on 90 Day Fiance, but I want to be on Pillow Talk. <laughs> I think you have to be on 90 Day I know. to be on. Ooh, yeah. let's get you somebody. Let's get on an international dating site. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Let's Anyways. do it. Let's do it. Okay. Anyways, what else I'm watching this week? Okay. I'm not going to entertain this. Um, anyways, um, so I am, uh, I started uh, Real Housewives, the ultimate girls trip on Peacock. Oh, that? It's good. So I'm only like two episodes in, uh-huh. but I really enjoy it. The only thing I don't understand. So we have Cynthia and Kenya from Atlanta, mm-hmm. Melissa and Teresa from New Jersey, Ramona and Luann from New York, and Kyle from Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Everyone I think is cool except for Ramona. I'm like, why wouldn't, if you want to do like an OG, why didn't you send Luann and Sonia? Because everyone is like, of course, like, at, they haven't even got so the vacation is Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. They're still on the plane, and <laughs> drama um, yeah, drama starts with Ramona. Mm. So Ramona calls Kenya a bitch on the plane, and she's like, "Oh, you know, but I meant just like a term of endearment, whatever." And then it gets back to Teresa that um, Ramona had called her a scarecrow, as in like she doesn't have a brain. <laughs> So everyone hates Ramona like from jump. So yeah, I just I wish they would have sent anybody else from New York. <laughs> but it's uh I'm really enjoying it. It's quite entertaining. Also the only on Peacock. Okay, I was looking for it today. Didn't realize it was on the apps and yes. not regular TV. Yeah. Okay. So if you are an Xfinity user like I am, you can say Peacock into your remote and pull up the app. <laughs> we're not we're not pubbing for Xfinity, okay? <laughs> I'm not pubbing, it's just, it's just convenient to speak into your remote. I'm also watching American Crime Story Impeachment. I think I have like one or two episodes left. I couldn't get into it. I love it. Oh, well, you like history. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I forgot, <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> but it's it's been really cool for me because, like, you know, we were kids when this happened. So, mm-hmm. like, I remember the names, but, like, yeah, I didn't understand a lot of it. Um, but it's crazy now, too, like, to live in the D.C. area and see, like, they apprehended Monica Lewinsky at Pentagon City Mall. <laughs> and then had her, you know, there's that, like, Ritz-Carlton right beside mm-hmm. the mall. So, like, she was in um, one of those rooms for, like, 12 hours, like, mm. with the FBI. Mm. So, I'm like, oh, like, that's so crazy. That was, like, just, you know, right here. Um, but, yeah, it's really good. Um, or, I mean, I'm really enjoying it. Um Monica Lewinsky is like an executive producer on the show. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I feel like it's still not like a just completely positive image of her. Cause you know, she's still like the character's still kind of like bratty and like, it's still like, you know, kind of shows like a realistic, like, you know, 23 year old who was in love with this like older mm-hmm. man who manipulated her. So uh, I really enjoyed that. I know we talked, I think, on the the Harder We Fall episode about how um, I was talking about, or maybe the episode before that, 
like hire someone who looks more like the person don't do a whole bunch of makeup and stuff i was just about to say how do you feel about sarah paulson's fat suit sarah paulson is killing it <laughs> <laughs> oh that fat suit you're okay with. <laughs> um i'm not saying i'm okay with it i'm just saying she's doing an incredible job and like at first because I think I knew she was going to be on the show, but I didn't realize that was her. Mm. And so I was trying to, like, because she, like, changes her voice. Mm. And so I was like, it kind of sounds like Judith Light. Like, who is this? Mm-hmm. But then Judith Light shows up later as a different <laughs> character. So I was like, okay, well, it's not Judith Light. Um, and then I, I think I Googled, and I was like, oh, this is Sarah Paulson. She was so good. And even um, Linda Tripp's daughter, Allison, she said that she feels like American Crime Story showed um, her mom in a more flattering light than the media ever did when she was alive. Because hmm. um, Linda passed away, I think, in, like, May of 2020. Oh. So, um, yeah, I think sometime in 2020. But, yeah, so I think um, I think the show did a really good job of kind of humanizing kind of all of these people. Like, even, like... I still feel like what Linda Tripp did was wrong, but it was just like she felt such a need to be important that like she couldn't let it go. Hmm. And she found her opportunity by taping Monica Lewinsky, unfortunately. Definitely recommend it. Okay. What do you have your eyes on? Um, I guess I'm going to start this, this Porsche Family Matters. Oh, you got to. I'm going to give it a shot. I keep seeing clips online about it and it seems good and messy. So Mm, it is. I'm going to check it out. Um, I also got that Disney Plus connect. Okay. (laughs) I'm about to start watching Hawkeye. Since it just came oh. out. <laughs> I didn't realize that it come out yet. Yeah, I think there are only like three episodes available, but yeah. I'm gonna start checking out Hawkeye. I've been watching everything else on the bootleg, so <laughs> it's, it's nice to watch it without having to yeah. wait for the it to buffer. <laughs> Some high death quality. No, the quality be hidden. It's really oh. just the it's <laughs> just the buffer. Sometimes you gotta wait for it to buffer. <laughs> So it'll be nice to watch it like continuously mm-hmm. on one setting. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's starring in addition to your guy who plays Hawkeye. I forget his name, Jeremy. Jeremy Renner. Renner. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Haley Stanfield. Oh yeah, she is in it as well. So you know, we'll see how that goes. Wait, Haley Steinfeld. Stein, sure. Yeah. Who, it still blows my, she's an adult at this point, right? I still think of her as the little girl from True Grit, so. She was in True Grit? Mm, She's a little girl. Oh. But I'm like, oh, she's like 22 or something at this point. Yeah. She's a real live adult. (laughs) Right. Um, So yeah, I'm going to be watching Hawkeye. And I also started watching this new show on HBO called The Sex Lives of College Girls. Mm Mm-hmm. That is a Mindy Kaling show. Uh, it's interesting. It's not bad. I don't. I don't <laughs> hate it. I thought I was gonna dislike it, and I, I actually enjoy it. It's. Okay. It, I laugh. I cackle sometimes. <laughs> You're giving me like. Ah! Because like, it's are like, you, it, it's, it's. Are you like, sure? <laughs> it, it's kind of like this mashup of a bunch of different shows, and oh. I can't say that I relate to any of the characters on the show, mm-hmm. but it's still funny. They, there are some funny moments that I 
that I enjoy. I dislike that the one black girl on there is having an affair with her older her See? older soccer coach who is this really frumpy, pathetic looking white man. Of and I'm just like, of why course. do we have to do this to her, of all people? And her her mother is also a US senator. Why do we have to do this oh, to wow. her? <laughs> why does she have to be taken advantage? See, I love that she's playing soccer, but yeah, why did they have to why'd they have to add that? Why? I will say too, like She's also married as well. Wait, the coach, right? The coach is oh, also yeah, married. Oh yeah, that's what I, I figured, yeah. Um I saw a picture, because I know you mentioned that show to me mm-hmm. a few days ago. And so I saw the picture of the, I guess, the four main characters, mm-hmm. right? And I was kind of surprised because there's two white women, mm-hmm. and, uh, Indian or South Asian woman, and then the black woman. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, if this is a Mindy Kaling show, why not have two South Asian women, one white woman, one black woman? But I feel like it's like we always feel like, oh, there has to be more white people than everybody else. But it's still diverse because we have these two brown people. Fair criticism. I'm like, yeah, like, I'm like, Mindy, like, this is your show. You could have had two brown women. There is a poor white woman and a wealthy lesbian white woman. Diversity. (laughs) But, but fair critique. (laughs) Very fair critique. Especially, I think they're at like a small... This is probably, I think, the school is called Essex, but it's probably like Harvard or Yale. Okay. Like Ivy League type school mm-hmm. um, with a lot of rich kids. But that, that is fair. That yeah. is fair. I don't know why there aren't more mm-hmm. representation. Why there has to be, why white people have to be so represented in everything yeah. that we watch. Yeah. Go watch Harlem. <laughs> which we will be talking about in the new year um but for next week we're going to be doing a deep dive into uh the Halle Berry starring and directed Mm -hmm. Netflix film um Bruised yeah so yeah excited about that yeah I think it looks so good from the previews I'm really excited to watch it I haven't actually seen a preview so I'm I feel like Hallie's done good work. She's done good yeah. work. So yeah, Hallie's killing it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. She got her a black man. I'm I'm all for her. Have you seen her? Yeah, Van Hunt. Do you know who that is? Is he a favorite? Yeah, but my mom bought his album like years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> never heard of him until I found out he was dating her. Yeah, I feel like he was like what in the that neo soul wave of oh. like the early. He's like a Kim Ots. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, or I never, I never got into Kim. I kind of feel like he was more of kind of like a the more Maxwell kind of wave. Okay, I don't, I never listened to the full album, but just looks wise, I assumed. <laughs> oh, actually, oh, I forgot she already dated a Neil Soul. Yeah, she dated Eric man. Benet, who was married. cheating on her left and right. Married. Ooh. Yeah, married. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, well, maybe Van's different. They seem very cute and happy together. They do so. seem so cute. I'm all for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry, because I know we're running over, but I forgot to mention when in Kenny and Armando's uh, segment mm-hmm. of the tell all, when Hannah popped up for 20 seconds. Her little Bob? I said, okay, Bob! <laughs> Baby! <laughs> Who's this grown woman? Who is she? I was like, listen, Hannah came to slay. Like, <laughs> ate no crumbs. She's like, like hey. 
Right. Scrape the plate with you hoes. Like, <laughs> I don't even know why y'all bother anymore. I was like, oh, who's this teenager? Yes. She's in front of us all. I can't believe I forgot to say that because, baby, I, sc- I was like, go off, Hannah. Like, Hannah we don't fly- deserve. She looked flyer than Kenny's kids. <laughs> she really did. She really did. Oh, all right. Let me stop messing around. All right. <laughs> so you can find us on social media at uh, T-E-W-W. We're on iTunes now. Oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> Thank we you. on iTunes. You. I totally forgot. <laughs> yes. Now you can subscribe, like, review, whatever on on uh, iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. So, yes. yeah, please subscribe there. Um, give us some ratings. Only if you like us. You like us. If you're listening to this episode, you like like us. us. This has gone hella long. um, But yeah, so please follow us on um, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Audible, Amazon Music. There you go. iHeartRadio. Yep. You already said Spotify. I did say Spotify. Okay. Yeah. And uh, please follow us on social media. On Twitter, it's T-E-W-W-T-V Podcast. And Facebook and Instagram are Their Eyes Were Watching TV. All one word. And if you're looking for us on TikTok, don't. <laughs> We're not on <laughs> But maybe we should be. Who's going to post on TikTok? I don't even... I know. I know. I know you don't know how to use TikTok. <laughs> I, don't. I don't. We'll do some little dances or something. You'll do some dances. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure. I'm gonna get Cam to do it. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Till next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.